Hey guys, we're back with your favorite part. Back with your favorite part. It's the ad. Um, my ad is Anchor, and I'm just happy with this because of how easy it is. Um, as I've said in many episodes, um, my depression beats me up, and if this wasn't so easy to do, I would have given up on it pretty quickly. And now I'm very, very committed. Um, you can download the app at any app store on any device. Um, you can get it on, you can also check it out on their website, which is anchor.fm. And like I said, the tools are very simple. Just hit record. Once you make an account, and once you got your audio, you can put in little drops, you put in music, you can trim things down. It's on all platforms like Apple and Spotify. Um, yeah, guys, check it out. Hope you enjoy. And uh, back to the episode. Hi, my name is Timothy James West. Everybody calls me TJ. Um, so I'm I'm kind of winging it with this whole podcast thing. And... This is just my first shot at it. Um, whether I succeed or not, eh, whatever. But I have some kind of willpower right now. Like, I just want to do this. Um, and so I've been wanting to do this for years. And part of the reason why I haven't is the depression and, you know, the whole inner demons just constantly making you second guess every move you make. And, uh, yeah, so that's the delay. And I think part of the reason why I'm doing this now is, well, I've been taking some CBD oil. That's helped a little bit, actually. Make me a little more upbeat. But I had a four-day weekend recently off of work, and I had this whiteboard that I I bought. Uh, I was waiting for my apartment, and I saw it in a restaurant once, and I said, you know, I need one of those. And on the board, it just had, like, the specials. But I'm like, I want one of them. And uh, so I bought that. And I bought it so I can just write down things. Like, if I want to get something done, do the dishes. And, and, you know, on these, for the weekend, I need to get my dishes done, clean, you know, change sheets, do the litter for the kitty. And so on these four days, I wrote a few things on the board. I think I had like four things done. And it's like an 80% chance I usually do all of it. But when I'm super depressed and non-motivated, I just, I don't do anything. I just play around on the computer and search dating sites and I just don't get anywhere and just super lonely and I just take it out on myself internally. And, um... So, and I started looking at the things on the board, and I realized that they're not done. And I didn't get anything done. I just wasted more and more time. And that's what I felt. I'm 31 years old, and I've accomplished more in my life than I've I've ever been told that I could. But I don't really see it that way a lot of times. And I am really my biggest critic, and I'm really, really hard on myself. And you'll see that through other episodes if anyone continues to listen, which I hope people do. 
Um, so I wanted to do a podcast and I, I really just said, we're going to, we're just going to do it. And I found this app and I said, you know what, this is easier than I thought. And I just want to tell my story and I just want to help anybody I can. Um, even if it just helps me, but I'd love more so to help other people. And I'd like to tell some of my friends stories. So, yeah. Um, so part of the things when it comes to me is, you know, the depression is not the beginning. It's just not. Um, a lot had to lead up to that. But the main thing that I get, or is my main label, is that I'm I'm legally blind. Um, for those who don't know what legally blind means, legally blind does not mean blind. A lot of people he- uh, tend to hone on that last word but legally blind means not eligible to drive now i can see some um my left eye is just basically colors and motions and weirdly enough no one can see this but i'm a very literal person sometimes and the irony is that i'm also very visual even though my eyes suck but while I was saying colors and movement, I'm moving my hand in front of my face for some stupid reason. So, yeah, there's that. <laughs> and um, But I'm going to try also some of these episodes not to be so depressed and dark because a lot of my life goes to that. So I'll try to have some levity and some positivity in there. And I mean, the positivity really is that I'm doing this at all. Um but anyway, so and as far as my right eye goes, um, that's much harder to explain because I can see out of it. Obviously can't drive, but I watch shows and, and you know, I, I try to make everything in my life be acclimated to how my eyes can see. Um, so a lot of zooming in and so on. Now, when I watch a show, I can make out most of it. Uh, it's harder to watch some really dark, dark scenes. I remember... Um, was it last year already? Boy, was it a year ago, the Game of Thrones season finale and all that? Uh, there was, I believe it was like the second to last episode of Game of Thrones, or third to last, I think the third to last. They had a huge, uh, fight sequence, and it was all in the dark. Now, I think they shot it the first time, the first time they aired it. They shot it to be really dark, so mysterious and so on, and whatever. And I think, I've never seen it a second watch, and it was a little brighter. But, point was... It was so dark that I couldn't really make out much what's going on. And it was super frustrating. Um, I hung in there and kind of made it through and, and, you know, made out mainly what happened. But um, but literally when the next episode came and there was a lot of people alive, I said, wow. I, I thought all those people died because I couldn't tell who was who at that, at that point. Anywho... Um, if I get sidetracked, I lose my mind. Just, just know that I'm just trying to figure shit out of my head because um, I'm constantly thinking hamster wheel, just going around in my head. Um, anyway, so yeah, so I I can watch shows, um, I can or movies or whatever. I can watch anything on TV and sports and make out the majority of it. Um, I you know like I would do work. Um, and I do have my own place, just me and my kitty cat, Diva. Uh, in hindsight, yes, the name is perfect. 
didn't know it at first, but it works. She's my baby. Anyway, um, so my eyes, yeah, like I said, it's it's a difficult way. It's difficult to difficult, excuse me, to explain because some days are worse than others. Right now, my eyes are pretty tired just from working and just using them, I guess. Um, but there are days where, and this kind of go leads into the depression. Because my depression isn't all based around my eyes, but we'll say 75% of it is, or 70%, whatever. Um, and it, it's it's not fun. There's days I'll wake up and I just, I'm already ready to go back to sleep because I just know it's not going to be a good eye day. And it's very frustrating. Now, recently I had some surgeries done, and I'll go more into that down the road. I don't want to just jump all over and talk about things now. But, um, but yeah, it's kind of a, a small layout of what my eyes are like. They're, they're very complicated. Um, they There's not a day goes by that I don't feel depressed about them. Um. I'm never going to get fully used to them, unfortunately. And I don't know if I'll ever... I, there's a possibility that I could lose all of it. Um, some surgeries in the works that I'm looking at. You know, I'm going to fight as hard as I can, but... It's, uh, it's, it's super difficult to take in a lot of times. And talking to my friends and how their eyes are fading and... You know, I don't know why, but it seems like it bothers me when I see them go through it. I almost can take it internally and just say, screw it, whatever. I'm I'm just going to sit here and hate myself. But when it comes to them, it really, really bothers me a lot more. Um, and I, I really know a few people. One of them, I have a friend named Paul who's completely blind, and he, he deals with it really, really well. But he's dealt with it for the last... 20 some years whereas I have a friend named Sue Ellen and Julia and Tanya and you know I love them all especially Sue Ellen and Jules like they're I love them to death like you know and knowing that their eyes are just going it's just like it, it, it's it's a surreal thing to have that hanging over you it's this dark cloud that you're just like oof like when is it gonna happen and every day when your eyes are worse um you really have a surreal feeling that it's like, man, maybe today's the day. I have those feelings sometimes. I had a, I had a really bad week about a month ago, and I was super, super depressed. Like I, I, I had to take anxiety, you know, antidepressants, anxiety medication, whatever you want to call it. And I, I, you know, usually keeps everything at bay, at bay. Excuse me, but I was super, super depressed. And I cried. Um, and I'm not much of a crier. I mean, there's nothing wrong with crying. It's not a man thing. I, I There's nothing wrong with it. But, like, a lot of times I just physically just don't feel like crying. I think it's a lot to do with the the meds. But even that couldn't hold it back. I was just, I just felt like, oh, this, this is it. My eyes are, they're going. Um, that was irrational. Just in hindsight looking at that. But it, still. Um... But I've, I've talked to one of my former teachers and kind of like a mentor, and she just told me, just reach out to people. Tell them how you feel and then just let people in. Let them try to help you and all. So, um, so yeah, I mean, 
there's going to be a huge theme with that. That's one of the main reasons why I'm doing this. I just want to tell my story. It's it's I'm giving you the basics now, but it it goes so much deeper than what I'm giving you this second. But I promise I will go very very deep into it. Um in case anyone was wondering, my cover art for my podcast. That is me. Me as a kid. Um the disease I had is Stevens Johnson syndrome or SJS. Google it. You'll see some crazy images just like that. Um, I won't go too deep into the disease of this episode. Maybe I should. Nah, uh, we'll see. If I get to it, I get to it. I'm a rambler, so forgive me, anyone who listens to this. Um, but, you know, what you're seeing is a four-year-old me with no skin and bandages wrapped around me uh underneath that is bacitracin that kind of helps heal the skin and sticks the bandages to me um and it constantly has to be changed multiple times a day um yeah i have no skin underneath those bandages it's not just what you see on my face or hands or feet or whatever it's the whole body um and i can tell you some dark stories and some funny stories through that um I know, it seems like I'm just leaving a bunch of cliffhangers, but I promise, it's my first episode, I'm just trying to cover the basics, and just try to let people know me a little bit, um, and I'm just happy that I'm doing this, honestly, I feel good about it, um, I'm trying not to have seven different takes, I just want to do it, and see where we land, um, so I, another reason why I want to do this is share other people's stories, not just my own. Um, some of the friends I mentioned, I feel they have a story to tell because I'm not doing this just for me. That's like a part of it. But a small part of it, maybe 20, 30 percent of it is well, I'm doing this for me, but I'm not even doing this really for money or or fame or any crap. Not that I have that theory in my head what even happened. But I'm mainly doing it just to tell the story, tell my friend's story, and just help people. I think there's too many people in this world that are just suffering. And one of the things I do want to say is that I may say some things that are rather controversial... Um, I don't know, maybe it's not the the typical opinion, but anything I say, I'm not married to any of my ideas. I'm willing to be right or wrong, um, but I'm also willing to debate how I feel. Um, I will talk about things and how I feel about Black Lives Matter or rights for anyone or, or any any big issue going on now, the virus or whatever, but I have my own take on everything. Um, I don't have your typical, like, I'm not married to what I am. I am a white, straight male. But that's just how I was born. Can't help any of those things. But I'm not married to them. I'm not pro-male. I'm not pro-white guy or, you know, 
think it's wrong to be gay or any of that. I'm all for everyone living the life that they want to live. Whether whether it's, you know, who you want to sleep with, what race you want to sleep with, you know, as long as what you do doesn't hurt people or animals and you have uh, something that gets you through this crazy world that we live in. And, you know, if you want to do heroin and it makes you happy, again, I'm not... If you're in my circle of people I care about, I won't condone that and I will try to help you get off of it. But if you're just somebody out there and you're just struggling and you just need something to get you through life, I can't tell you not to do it. I'm not telling you to do it, but life sucks a lot of times. A lot of times it just feels like we're just trying to not be lonely. We're trying to find some escape from the reality that we're in and everything is especially for some of us it gets really hard and life is everything is a struggle for us so going back to what I said about sometimes I'll say things that are controversial or whatever might not be the typical opinion someone will just put out there or be afraid to say because of whatever but in my my humble opinion Disabled people. And I'm not one of these people that don't like words. Um, like I have a word that I, doesn't, that I don't like. But I never like the word disabled or handicap. But you take whatever they throw at you. And because when you think of the word like making one a disable alarm. Well what you're doing is you're making it so it doesn't work anymore. Well... We may have our faults and have our, our problems that keep us from certain achievements, but a lot of us, maybe have, I don't, I don't know, because there's a lot of people that are going through shit and they just can't overcome it, unfortunately. But when it comes to the other half of us, we're very motivated. And me and my friend Paul... I, Worked with him many times. He's completely blind. Good guy. Just a hard worker. Busting his ass is, you know, he works as good as anybody. And if I had to work with somebody like hard labor, I wouldn't choose anyone else other than him. I know another, I know a bunch of good workers, but I'm just, I just know I'm comfortable with them. There's times we could work together and we don't even say anything to each other. We barely bump into each other and we just, we just know where each other are. Where we can't even speak properly. We know where we are at all times, and we just we use all our other senses. And it, you know, and he's a big guy, so I can I can keep an eye on him for the most part. But you know, we 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 do it so well. But anywho, he, you know, he's taught me a lot about being visually impaired, and I'm trying to figure out how I got to this. So. If I'm rambling, I apologize, anyone who listens to this. But um, but he's taught me a whole lot about being visually impaired. And, you know, when I started working where I'm at now, they put me with him and it was like, hey, you're going to work with this guy. And I was very depressed because I left my home in Philly and 
I live in Williamsport, Pennsylvania, which is about four hours away, three and a half, depending how fast you drive. And um, it's a, it's a, it was a huge change. And I was born here, but when I got sick, I was life flighted to Philly, and my mom met my sister's father, and he was security guard at the hospital, and that's kind of the the move. And uh, anywho, he. I put me with him and I was not very motivated and I realized like holy shit this guy can work and he's blind I'm gonna get my ass kicked if I don't push harder and my pride kicked in you know your little male pride and it taught me a lot about myself um and I think we both look at each other and we both I mean, we both have a lot of love for each other and, and respect. And But, you know, Paul, to me, he he owns his blindness more than anyone I've ever seen. And I, I you know, I have my, some of my problems with him. But I respect the hell of that guy because he he shows us how easy it looks when it's not. And uh, so the statement I was going to make is that I don't think anybody has it. No one's more discriminated against or shunned upon in life than the disabled. I'm not saying there isn't racial bias or racism or any, you know, bias against sexual orientation or whatever. It. We all, there's a lot of people that get screwed in this world. And I hate all of it. But. When it comes to us, the disabled, that that category holds a lot of people. I'm talking about, you know, blind, deaf, you know, uh, mentally challenged, um, you know, whatever. You're in a wheelchair, whatever. You know, men, any any type of category that puts you in the disabled category, you know who you are. We don't get a whole lot. I'm not saying that we deserve... We, we, we should get things that we don't deserve. Um, but life is so, so damn challenging. It really is. A lot of times I look, can look past my... Legally blindness. My visually impairedness. But other people like to remind me. It's the people that don't know. Don't even try to understand the ignorance of it. You know, if you talk to most visually impaired people, most deaf people, most whatever, people seem to approach us like we're all retarded. Now, I say the word retarded. I know some people might be offended by that, but it's just the word. And people talk to us that way. And it's it's super frustrating, especially as a man who's 31 years old, has his own place, takes care of his family as much as he can and, and tries to help his friends out whenever he can. And, you know, I'm, I'm far from perfect, but I try to be a good guy. Um, I struggle with that, too. Cause we all just it's easier just to say fuck it and go the other route. Um, anyway, but when 
people do these things. I'll give you an example. Um, so I do vending. I, I fill vending machines out on rest areas and, and locally in town and just businesses. And so we go to the vend. Our trucks are filled with cupcakes and candy and chips and soda and what have you. And so me and one of my friends slash um, coworker Noah, he's the driver. Um, we were going into a Sheets gas station for those who don't live around here. It's, you you know, like a Wawa. It's a, it's a place that sells sandwiches. They're open all night long. They have a gas, you know, they have gas and, you know, it's like a convenience store with a gas station, I suppose, but also sell, you know, a lot of other types of food and beer and whatever. Anyway, so we're going in there. We ordered our food off the little touchscreen uh, devices, and we had our, you know, drinks and chips and so on. And um, we we like to, uh, like, if I buy breakfast, he'll buy lunch or vice versa. So it was my turn to buy lunch. I go to the machine or the, you know, place to put your card in, and... I put the card in. The lady at the counter looks at Noah and says, Hey, can he see to do that? Now, most people may listen to that and go like, Yeah, what's that? It's not a big of a deal. The deal is that I had already made it in the line. I had already put my card in the machine. Yes, I was looking a little close. But she didn't address me. She went around me. She's right in front of me, by the way. She looked around me to Noah and asked him like he's my gatekeeper. All she has to do is just say, hey, you need any help? Simple. I wouldn't be offended by that in the least bit. It's nice. I appreciate it. Now, do I contextually, do I think she was trying to be a dick about it? No. But it's the ignorance of it. It's the lack of information that they have to even try to care. And I'm a pretty thick-skinned person, but there's always something that pierces through. And that really hurt my feelings in a lot of ways because it's embarrassing in some ways. Because Noah's my friend. I have 10 years on him. He's 21, I'm 31. Um, And he, he took it well, but he... I think it was one of the first days he really realized how people can be cruel even if it's not the most blatant thing. Um, because there's a lot of people don't understand or think I have a vision problem because I carry it well and I walk around and I don't run into things. and you know, So I make it look better than it, than it is or even how I'm feeling deep inside. Um, so when I say people like us are very discriminated against, it's because there is nothing for us. I think people think social security and disability is this like safe haven. And it's like, I get close to $800 a month. It goes up every year and so on for how much I put in, but it's like, and I, you know, I work, so I do pretty well. I jokingly say that I'm disabled rich. 
because I do pretty well for my circumstances. I make okay money, and I can afford any dumb thing that I need, or if I need to, if I want to have to, you know, splurge on my grandma or my friends or whatever, I can do so. Um, but there's so many restrictions in the disability for how much I can make. Uh, there's so many places like there barely anyone will even try to hire me because they think I'm some risk. Um, I have to fight for every opportunity that I get. And unfortunately, the people that tend to want to hire us. Now, a lot of this is I'm speaking mainly for the visually impaired. Um, I've seen it to some of the mentally challenged and, and some deaf people and, and others as well. But the people that will hire us are the people that will take advantage of us. Nonprofit organizations that will hire mainly us and make a big deal about it, commercialize it, and when people come to do tours and are looking to donate money to these companies, yes, I work for one, so I know. They they get the credit for being our babysitters. We do all the dirty work. We come in every day smiling and trying to get through life with all our issues. But we don't get any of the credit. We, the company is built around us, but it's not built for us. If anyone can understand that. Um, and it's super frustrating because they know we can't go anywhere else. Or if we do, it, we have to claw and fight and embarrass ourselves to go get these things. Now, yes, do we appreciate the journey? Yes. But a lot of us are super afraid to go outside this bubble because we get complacent. But also, we don't believe in ourselves because so many people have made us feel such a way. Even though we are super, super strong people, we have a real weakness. And... um you know, I was talking to my friend Julie about this, and this, I'm not just saying this because she agreed with me, but we, when it comes to like, and this is just a sidebar, but I'll get back to it, I promise. When it comes to being, let's say, you know, everything that's going on with the racial division, Anything that's ever gotten done in this country, um, the end of slavery, the end of so women can vote, you know, so gay people can get married, people want to get pot legalized. What you need is your opposition or what is perceived to be the opposition. So meaning for slavery to end, you, they needed white people. Now, that doesn't make white people better. It's not to glorify oh, how great white people were. Those white people were great. The ones that fought for it, yes. Because they were tired of the bullshit. It's not right to treat people like that. For gay people to get married, you need straight people. Um, for women to vote, they needed men. For potheads, for people to, get, to be able to smoke weed legally, they need people who don't smoke. Not in potheads. Um, so anyway, my point is... In order for people who have eye problems or any condition 
they need the people who don't have those conditions. So for the people who can't see well or can't see at all, we need the people who can see. We call them the sighted people. I know it just sounds like a cult, but, you know, some knowing people, but no. And one of my quotes that I'm very proud of is, I say this for the company I work for, but I also say this with people generalizing, but a a lot of people in, in life, the people who can see the most, see the least. And the people who see the least, see the most. Meaning, people who actually have very little vision can understand life more. And we see everything, even though we can't see literally. Whereas the people who can literally see are blind to major issues. Blind to what is affecting others. And how their actions, what they are doing to others. Um, Yeah. So, back to the beginning. As I said, I'm trying to do anything to inspire anybody. Trying to inspire myself. Trying to put a, a fire under myself. And just, I just want to get my voice out there. Um, part of the reason why I'm doing this and not doing like motivational speaking because I can't find any place to do it around here. Can't, you know, and I moved out of Philly, like I had some, I had some connections that were kind of helping. I was going to colleges and talking, but it wasn't enough and I lost that connection. I didn't lose that person, but she no longer does it. So I don't know anybody. And then I moved. Um, I don't know a whole lot of people down here. I've made some amazing friends. But I don't have any connections in that field. So I figured this is the next best thing. Um, so I, I want to say for anybody who listens to this, whether it's somebody who actually knows me um, or somebody that just just kind of was scrambling around looking for something to listen to and they just stumbled upon me Somehow they promote it and someone sees it. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. I don't... Even if you don't like it, it's okay. Anybody who listens to my dumb voice, I'm all for it. Because I don't think I'm going to play this back. Because I don't know if I can hear myself. Um, anyway. I will promise to go more in depth of my condition. Um, how I got it. Uh, I'm trying not to have any verbal crutches, but I'm sure people listen and said, oh, he said this six times. and You know, play a drinking game or whatever. But I always have a lot on my mind. There's a lot I want to get off my chest. Um, I might just do random podcasts out of nowhere, but I plan on at least doing two a week. And... I mean, maybe I'll do more. Like I said, I'm I'm pretty sporadic. I will just randomly do shit a lot of times. I try not to just stay in one pocket. I just, I go all over the place. So, and anyone who knows me will tell you that. Um, But I don't really know how to end these. Um, I'm trying to 
rack my brain if there's anything I should put out there. Uh, nah, I think I got it all, for the most part. Um, as I said, I would like to, and I will definitely do it. I'm going to have other people tell their stories. Once I get a few out and tell my story, um, I will have episodes where I might just talk about one specific issue that's bothering me. I might have a day where I'm just super depressed and I just, you know, just start pontificating about how dark I feel during that time. It might not be enjoyable. I don't know. Um, But again, if there's anybody out there that's struggling with anything depression, addiction, um, illness. Um, I don't know if there's any ways to reach out, but I'm willing to talk to anybody. And I'm willing to listen to anybody's story. You know, I told somebody the other day that I, I was literally considering going to Alcohol Anonymous, you know, AA and, you know, all the, all, any of them, sex addiction, drug and, you know, any of them. I, for the record, I don't drink. <laughs> I don't have a sex addiction. You know, I'm just normal, I guess, in that area. But, and I've never done drugs in my entire life. I've never even smoked a cigarette. Um, but I wanted to just go to be around people who are broken. Be around people who are going through things and are trying to overcome. Because those are the people I love and respect the most. Because they have to fight for everything they have. Um, and I love people who just keep pushing. And I don't judge anybody because it takes a lot to judge. But, and there's a lot of times you're just spending too much effort on just hating someone or something or whatever. Uh, I'm not a big fan of people, I will say that. But that's just because people suck. But there's a, there is a good percentage of people who are great. And are just doing the right thing. And are trying to get past every hurdle and every... Every demon that they're facing. And um, and I love those people. I really do. Even if I don't know you. Um, so anyway. I don't really have a way to send this off. But I promise I will be doing more shortly. And I will tell. My next episode I will be going into. Pretty de- detailed. Graphic. Um. Just the backstory of how I almost died and, um, yeah, how I succumbed to Steven Johnson syndrome. Um, so thank you for anyone who listens and I will be back.